0: The following is a reflection on the readings for Monday of the twelfth week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 to 9. The responsorial is Psalm 33 and the Gospel is Matthew chapter 7 verses 1 to 5. Since today's first reading is an important chapter in salvation history, I will quote it in full and then comment on its relevance. The family of Abram lived in Haran of the Chaldeans. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed. From Haran Abraham took his wife Sarai and his brother's son Lot and all the possessions that they had gathered and the persons whom they had acquired in Haran and they set forth to go to the land of Canaan. When they had come to the land of Canaan Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem to the oak of Morah. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So Abram built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and invoked the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on by stages toward the Negev the call of abram is best understood in comparison with chapter eleven of the book of genesis and the tower of babel there in a repeat of the fall of adam and eve the people in their pride want to make a name for themselves by building a tower with its top in the heavens it is a secular attempt by the civilization of the day to grasp heaven by human achievement bridging the gap between creature and creator for their own glory As a result, God comes down and confuses their language so as to scatter the people, in a sense, repeating the lesson that sin leads to exile. Genesis chapter 11, verses 7 to 9 reads as follows Come, let us go down, and there confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. Of quote. In verse 9 there is a play on the word Babel, which in the Babylonian language means Gate of God, but which resembles the Hebrew word for He Confused. Ultimately, this disaster will be remedied in the New Testament at Pentecost, when the unifying power of the Holy Spirit will bring the multiple languages to a common understanding of the one God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The reversal begins in Genesis chapter 12 and the call of Abram. Notice that the initiative is not the pride of fallen humanity, but the love of God who chooses and elects. This is shown in the five times repeating of I will by God in his dialogue with Abram. I will show you. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. I will bless those who bless you. Him who curses you, I will curse. Although God chooses, Abram had the freedom to say no. After all, he was the firstborn of his father Terah and thereby stood to gain leadership of the family as well as the inheritance. The threefold invitation to, quote, go from your country, your kindred, and your father's house, shows an escalating detachment from the pagan roots of Abram's origins and a corresponding requirement to walk by faith, following the voice of God. What is striking about this new beginning to salvation history is that Abram was seventy-five years old and his wife Sarai was barren. Abram had little to offer God except obedience, and yet this is exactly what God desired and what Adam and Eve failed to give. Abram thus becomes the great-grandfather of Israel and the one through whom God will shower blessings to the world. This is also why Israel is called the chosen people, and why in the RCIA those who are also on a journey of faith are referred to as the elect. Abram thus sets out following the voice of God, and when he arrives in the land of Canaan, the Lord appears to him and says, To your descendants I will give this land. Abram's faith is apparent as he builds an altar to worship God, thereby, in essence, planting a flag in the heart of the promised land and sanctifying its territory. How is this first reading relevant to us today? In baptism we have been chosen by God and given the great name of Christian. We have been blessed by God's grace in which we are brought out of darkness into the light. We are made children of God and incorporated into his church as a member of Christ's body, Thus begins a journey of faith to the promised land of heaven. The question is whether we will obey God's voice spoken through the church and cooperate with his grace. The temptation is to lean more on our own understanding and security rather than trust the call of God. When Abram was invited to leave the security of his pagan upbringing, God had in mind a future far more rich in blessings. But the details of the journey were not laid out ahead of time. Abram had to follow day by day. The book of Hebrews, chapter 11, praises Abram for his faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents, with Isaac and Jacob the heirs with him of the same promise, for he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Of quote. In a very real way, the history of salvation is still unfolding, and each one of us has a crucial part to play. May Abraham be our model as this world and the Church enter into a time of uncertainty, but also opportunity to experience the blessings promised to his descendants. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen.